0: welcome back to life through my eyes my name is guillermo i'm here with fashion designer business owner nightlife extraordinaire (laughs)
1: okay (laughs) socialite model all the synonyms we talked about all of them (laughs) london ivan miles yes thank you thank you for having me today my first podcast, so I'm excited.
0: I'm excited too. So, so tell me, when did you come out?
1: The one I come out. How so, old were you? Good, good question. I actually never really came out. I never came out. Um, I just didn't believe in coming out. Like I had, I had a younger brother that I grew up with, and he didn't come out as being straight. And I just felt like I, <laughs> I didn't have to come out as being gay. And so in high school, you know, I was, you know, I guess in high school is when everybody kind of found out. Okay. Um, I never, like, really came out, like, made an announcement, you know, about it. And... I don't think pe- anyone makes
0: an announcement, I think.
1: No, but I mean, that's, that's how I take it. Like, people come out, they're coming out of the closet, <laughs> they're making an announcement that they're gay, like, you know. And I never really came out. I just kind of like just went with whatever felt good for me, you know? And people always ask, like my family will ask in high school especially, like, you never had a girlfriend, you know? Are you sure that you like girls? You know, things like that. I'm like, "I I don't know. I don't know, I'm just going with it. So I never really came out until I actually went to college and I had a boyfriend my first year. And I was just like, this is my boyfriend. And so you just showed up with a... With friend. a boyfriend, yeah. And with a man, and yeah. So... How yeah. did that go? Your... I mean, they they pretty much knew then, like, because, again, I never had a girlfriend in high school. Didn't have a girlfriend in the first half of college. And, you know, some of my friends were even questionable. But, you know, I kind of hung with a lot of people, so... <laughs> You know, it was kind of it was kind of different for me. I didn't I didn't feel like I should come out to anybody, and, and even my family. Like I didn't feel like I owed them anything, and that was just that. So, so but
0: they accepted you. Yeah. They, like
1: yeah.
0: Showing up with a boyfriend for the first time there. Yeah. They just embraced him. Would you say, mm-hmm. or were they like? Yeah. Was there trepidation around
1: it? They were kind of relieved like relieved to know that not only did I have someone in my life like oh so he's not crazy he likes somebody at least you know but um yeah I feel like I never really had to come out but like I did have friends like in in high school like I was I was fairly popular it was okay to say I was, I was popular and you know I was I think you still are but... uh, yeah I, I I am and I you know I like I, I was cool with like the football team and you know like my th- th- those were my closest friends like uh, the quarterback the star all star quarterback and all star like wide receiver of the football team were my best friends and they asked me one day like are you are you gay and I was like yeah and they're like okay well people said you know people asked and I just just wanted to ask you first and it's like it's no problem and I'm like okay cool it's no problem and that was kind of that. It but like as far as my family, I didn't really come out to my family like mm. they didn't I, have a conversation like yeah. some people do. Yeah, and I I yeah, I never had a conversation because my family isn't the typical family that it's just very judgmental. And I tell people, my family is sometimes gayer than I am. Oh wow. Because they're they're not overly there's no such thing as being too supportive, right? Or overly supportive. But they can be a little bit too supportive sometimes about my gay lifestyle. and that's, Has that
0: been the case since forever, would you say?
1: Yeah, forever, about everything. And,
0: and that's a beautiful thing because not everyone has that. Yeah. Um, I know from personal experience, I didn't have that. Later in life, I would, but it took a long time.
1: Yeah. And that's kind of why... I became popular because even my gay friends, um, they would gravitate more towards my family because my family was so accepting. Mm-hmm. And, like, my mother gayer than me, I say. That's that's what I always say. My mother's gayer than me. She's not gay, but, you know, she loves the lifestyle. And she's accepting of all my friends. She treats them how they should be treated. She's very... She's always there for them, like, you know, like a mother should be because my family has always been there for me, so... My, it's an amazing
0: thing to yeah. have. It's just to have an embrace like that, not everyone. So you're very lucky and mm-hmm. your friends are very lucky to have that support through yeah. your family.
1: Yeah. And I am I'm aware of that. I'm I'm grateful. Um, but sometimes it can be overwhelming, especially dealing with, you know, the leather and being a different type of gay in the family. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so you are in the leather scene. Is that, um, for people listening who have maybe never heard of the leather scene or n- may not have an understanding, how did you get into that? What made you realize that that was something that attracted you, that was was a taboo at first for you, or was it like something that you were excited and yearning for?
1: So, that's a good question. Okay, because my college days were... They were a lot. They were very eye-opening, very, you know, changing, very building, like, you know, aspect of, of my life. Like, for anyone's life, right? So I went to school in Dayton, Ohio. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've been to Ohio, but... For work, once. Dayton, Ohio, an <laughs> hour north of Cincinnati. And it's a small town, a very small town. And, and Dayton, there are kind of like two types of people. They're like the younger white gays and there's kinda of everybody else, right? There's people of color, the older people, you know, they don't really go out in okay. the same like, you know, area. And there was one time that I was I was a bartender in um Dayton and I was bartending at a bartending and they someone told me about this leather bar that I should check out. And I'm like, that's just crazy. i will never go to a leather bar. And I went to the leather bar And there were just so many different types of sexiness Mm -hmm. from, like, you know, in the gay community that I was just not used to seeing, like, being represented and, like, appraised. There were bears, there were daddies, there were, you know, there were, you know, short guys, tall guys, white guys, black guys, like, everybody was represented and I feel like it it was a space where everybody could be sexy. And everybody felt comfortable in this place. Just because you had a little bit extra pounds doesn't mean that you weren't, you know, attractive, you know, just because you were a shorter guy or just because you were black in Ohio doesn't mean that you're not sexy, you know, which they were like kind of breaking the rules for what, you know, the, I guess the date in Ohio, um, Sex, sexy, um, sex appeal was, and I just felt comfortable there, so I started going there because the drinks were cheap, the drinks were strong, <laughs> and, you know, there was the daddies and the bears there that was, you know, trying to, you know, hook me up with the drinks, so I was like, yeah, that feel comfortable here, yeah. and then I started, um, exploring different cities, and their leather bars, too, so I went to Chicago,
0: Mm-hmm. I just came back from there,
1: and Chicago leather scene is a whole different. Let's. That's when things started to get freaky. That's what I was like. Things started to get freaky in Chicago, so I would go to like you know the leather bars there, and I would go to Steamworks too.
0: Okay, what what is that?
1: Steamworks is the bathhouse. Okay. So for the listeners out there, the bathhouse is a place where you go, you chuck your clothes, and you get a towel in exchange. <laughs> <laughs> And you walk around in that town looking for anything you want. And, you know, things kind of, you know, got really different. You know, like there were different types of guys who were just as sexy as any young twink could be, you know? Right. And I just felt comfortable in the leather community. I felt comfortable, um, just, and I, I felt accepted. Like, that was right. the first time that I, as a gay person, besides me coming from my family like in like a social environment that I felt accepted. Right. You know? Because going out in Dayton, Ohio, I didn't feel accepted for, from for being black. I didn't feel accepted being black going out in Dayton, Ohio. Mm-hmm. So that you know, going out and being gay in a leather community, it made me feel more accepted, which is what I was used to growing up.
0: Right. And I have found mm-hmm. and I think you are confirming it I personally, just from my personal experience, I've been to two leather bars, and I find that the leather community is accepting of everyone of all walks of life. Yeah. And there's something that does attract me to it. It's not necessarily something that I practice, but I do find that that people are. It's easier. It's like you know, if you were in Chelsea when I was 21, let's say. You know, you would go to, everyone would look at you in Chelsea, like, are you wearing the right clothes, the right shoes? And then, you know, nowadays it's still the same thing, but it's even amongst our own communities being Latino and you being black, you know, you go to the Harlem bars and there is separation. Not Mm -hmm. everyone's accepted. Like, you know, if you don't look a certain way, you know, no one, you know, doesn't necessarily want to reach out to you.
1: Yeah. So. And you know the leather, uh, the leather community just from the history just always has been accepting of everybody, and you know I love the daddies and I love the bears. So Is that right? <laughs> I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be at the, you know, at the. I just feel more accepted there. Like you said, right. it's easier where I can let my guard down. Like right. I can, I know I don't have to show up and like looking. I was, well, I always look the best, but i don't have to show up <laughs> i don't have to show up like you know in the top designer right. of everything that's what I was saying. Yeah. And like, everything I could show up in like sweatpants and still have a good drink and a good time right like that I would anywhere else, but you know e- actually even better time and then for because
0: sure. yeah, like, I like what you know, I, you know me and I go out I go out in a jeans and a t shirt it's my standard uniform, but you know, I don't feel like I have to show off a label. Like, yeah. you know, my T-shirts are still over $100. So, but it's like, why do I have to advertise? But it, it is our community.
1: Yeah, they, they're they judgy. They're very judgy. And when you, you know, in that in that environment, I just don't feel judged. Like, mm-hmm. And that is kind of one of the only environments in our community that you'll see, like, an older white guy, like, you know, just having a general conversation with, like, a younger black person, like, and, because we, we don't we usually mix, like, we don't usually mix outside of, like, the our leather, our, our our own communities, right. like, we, Without. Don't, we don't, we don't really mix, and, and that is a, that is the one rare, rare situation you'll see, like, everyone's mixing, everyone's having a good time, and there's no judgment, and there's no, like, you know, right. just acceptance, yeah. you know? Yeah,
0: it's a good time. Yeah. It is a good time. Do you know? So, I know you design some of these, some harnesses and other leather uh, wear. Yeah. You know, at your London Ivan Miles
1: LLC, (laughs) Exotic Skin Collection. So, Exotic Skin Skin Collection. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So, I do do 100% authentic animal skin designs for. Uh, home decor, pet supplies, uh, fashion designs, and um, also, of course, fetish wear, which is what I mostly make with fetish wear, which is harnesses and things like that. Mm -hmm. And I make everything custom. I make everything, uh, so everything custom, um, everything handmade and handcrafted uh, for now. Uh, But yeah, I tap mostly into doing harnesses, um, and harnesses for everybody. Harnesses for men and women. Harnesses f- to make you know the ind- every individual feel s- uh, sexy and quality harnesses too. And mostly made out of, out of leather. So mm-hmm. that's what I do. But if you want one out of, out of snake skin, crocodile, f- whatever fur you want, I can I can make something too out of that. So. But
0: you can make a furry harness. I
1: can make a furry harness. I can make I didn't know one. that was a thing.
0: I thought it was always like hard core like
1: leather, like. I mean, it can be anything you want. It just, it just has to be authentic animal skin materials, like I, I, um, I, authentic animal skin fabrics. Okay. So I do, you know, again, crocodile, snake, um, mink, whatever you want. Oh. Uh, yeah. are just
0: going up. You're luxury. <laughs> yeah, of course, <laughs> of course, of course. I have to. <laughs> Do you also do, like, those pup masks? Is that something that you're into? Is that, like, your aesthetic? Or is it primarily, like, what part of the leather scene would you say you fall into?
1: So as far as my brand, I could make almost anything. So I do custom design for for anybody. Mm -hmm. However, as far as me personally, Mm -hmm. I do not identify in the um, pup or leather kink community or the animal, the pup, the fur the fur community. Yeah, the, um, I think
0: it's fur, right? Or furry, furry? Furry?
1: That's just not my thing. I don't like dressing up as a dog or any other animal. Okay. <laughs> that's, just, that's just not my thing, you know? So just and like
0: primarily like the leather community that you're a part of is just harnesses, maybe like... Uh,
1: well, that's just what I like. That doesn't mean I can't make a. Make no, no, no. A, right, right. Yeah. I'm
0: talking about your personal.
1: Yeah, your... I. So I opened this this um this line in my business because I for one I love leather. I love the smell of it. I love. I love how it feels on my body. I love everything about leather, and I love the you know the quality behind it. Um, and I love the the hierarchy. I love the um. You know, I love the BDSM part about it. Um, so that's why I opened my brand. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> but. <laughs> there are some things that, you know, in the leather community that falls under that that just isn't what I get into. And one of them is the putt play, the, uh, the pamper diaper or whatever, you know, play. You know, there are different... Right. Right things that I just don't really get into.
0: Are you, do you engage or do you, Mm -hmm. is it part of your world in your personal life to do like flogging or, you know, being um, restrained or those kind of things?
1: So it's kind of, it's kind of weird. I know you're probably going to be like, I can't believe what you're about to say, but I'm not really that, that, that like out there and freaky with these different types of sub sub things in the community like i'm actually pretty standard like i'm pretty normal (laughs) i like regular like anal sex i like you know i don't mind public sex but i don't i don't you know i'm pretty standard like i don't really go dig deep into like these other things that other people do
0: Right, but to each their own. I mean, yeah. There's not, nothing wrong no, with absolutely. it. No,
1: absolutely. Um, absolutely. And of
0: course, you you talking about the leather community?
1: Um, and that's that's what I'm 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 familiar being around that. Like I've seen all these other things. I've seen people getting pissed on, piss play. I've seen all these things. It's like. You know, in front of me, in my, in, right right in front of me, at the Eagle, or not at the Eagle, um, we're not going to put that name out there, because it doesn't <laughs> happen, uh, at certain leather bars. You know, I've seen these things right in front of me, and you know, i I become so numb to it that, you know, I'm just like, okay, that's what they're doing over in the corner, that's like, but I'm just like, that's just not my jam, you know? Like, right, right. <laughs> that's right. not how I, how I get down.
0: Have you tried and, any crazy kinks, or what, what you would think, because you say you're very subdued or mild
1: well I think well I think I know I'm very mild because I have tried everything oh everything <laughs> holy crap I've tried everything that's why I'm so mild to what I actually know works for me right so I've done everything I just mentioned <laughs> I've done i done I've done everything mm. um
0: there wasn't something that you're like uh-huh. oh I would do this again or like I wouldn't mind doing this every once in a while
1: I don't mind role play, I don't mind BDSM, I don't mind du- Dom sub play, I don't mind pub- public play, um, and water sports, which is piss play, which is someone peeing on you or you getting peed on, um, and I don't mind fisting.
0: Now are you doing the fisting or are you getting fisted if you don't
1: mind? Me Those are very personal questions. <laughs> well, you know, uh, I mean... You know something? I don't I don't I can't get fisted. I'm just I'm just a just a title person. And I can't be <laughs> fisted. I can never be fisted. And I don't mind fisting someone else if they really enjoy it and that turns them on, well, because that would turn B on. Mm. Um,
0: What is that sensation like for you? Do you like being that you're talking about? Because I've fisted someone, and I just know
1: the sensation of the fist being in their hole.
0: Yeah. Do you find it like thrilling? Like, what is it that you would like? What other than seeing the like? For me, it's always like I like the idea of I'm controlling someone fully in that moment.
1: Yes, in the sense that I know that. If I can get a fist on you, and you're taking it, and I know that person's loving it. Right. And they are satisfied, and they're happy, they're loving it, and living their best life. And that, like, that would turn me on. But it has to be the right person that I care to, like, you know, be like, oh, yeah, this is, you know, just live your life while I'm just plowing out with my arms. (laughs) All the way up to the elbow, just...
0: (laughs) Not the elbow, are you... (laughs)
1: Some guys take it to yes. the elbow. Yes, <laughs> I'm not one of those people, but um, those are the things that I, I I mind doing. Like I don't mind, I don't mind doing that. It's just not what I'm into. Like there's a difference between a kink and a fetish, right? Mm-hmm. Like a kink is something that you like, that you that you're into, right? Mm-hmm. A fetish is something that you need to get off. And so I don't mind doing these things, but. I'm fine not doing, doing this right. Yeah, you know, for the, for the rest of my life. And, <laughs> for the rest of your life, No, but, you know, if, if someone else is into it, then that's that's fine with me. It depends on the person, you know? Right. Like, and then it depends on the kind of, like, play. Like, I don't mind pissing on someone, like, you know, but no one's going to piss on me at all. Like, <laughs> especially not on my sheets. Like, no one's going to do that, so. I,
0: I, I've always found that interesting as far as like when people do do that and you know like do you have special sheets or covering Cause yeah. for me it's like I'm like I could never imagine like I sleep on Egyptian cotton or silk, it, You know, it's you know, like it, what?
1: You know something it depends <laughs> on who you are. So yes, there are special <laughs> sheets. There are latex sheets and leather sheets too, which I can make if you go to London <laughs> I could I could make I can make leather sheets. There, there, there are latex sheets that, you know, that the, the piss or water just kind of runs off the sheets, you know? But even still, it's just not my job. Right. And I forgot, I forgot the last part of it. But I lost my thought just thinking about someone pissing on my sheets.
0: <laughs> I'd be so pissed. I, like,
1: literally, I would I'd be, be like, so pissed. You know, I have
0: like a $1,000 worth of bedding would,
1: on my <laughs> I would be so pissed. But you know something? People like, people like that. People like right. the smell. People want it in their bed. People want it in their lifestyle. People want it in their carpet. People want it on their clothes when they go home after the play. People live for certain oh, kinks. Yeah. I did not know that. I, yeah. I would
0: think, for me, in my mind, it's like, it's happening in the shower, if it happens, or that's a discussion, you know, I can't fathom, I'd be like, what the
1: fuck? And you know something, if it happens in the shower, like, that's that's the type of display I'm into. That's fine. Like... You can piss on my foot in the shower, and I can piss on you in the shower. But outside of this, absolutely not. No, I get it. I get it. I can only like uh, imagine all that. Unless um, if I'm taking a shower, and that you know you happen to have to piss, but it's not- no toilet. Is that what it <laughs> yes, is? I yeah. only have a yeah, the shower. Yeah. <laughs> there <laughs> is no toilet. There's definitely limits to to certain types of plays, and there's definitely levels to certain type of plays, but. Asking the person what they're into before you piss on them is definitely important. So <laughs>
0: yeah, you can't just do that. They're just like, I'd be like, what? You could stab or you, punch. <laughs>
1: you'd be surprised when you fuck people. Like, I've had people that I fucked and they just pee like yeah. on themselves.
0: That means you're hitting the right spot. Exactly. That's and... and that's different though. But that's different. That's a little different when someone like you're having a moment and there's a little bit. Or maybe a lot of
1: piss. But it's, it's a time and situation where you know that you're about to piss, that's not about to be my bad. Now, if you were in a hotel or something, or like, you know, and that happens, then just let it out. Yeah. But.
0: <laughs> yeah, I had, I was, not too long ago, I was having sex with someone, and in the midst of it all, they're like, I have to pee, and I'm like, wait, what? okay, you got to go to the bathroom. This is not happening in my bed, you know? Like, like, the moment's hot, but we're going to have to pause the situation. Because, yeah, these
1: Egyptian cotton sheets. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely not. I have to send these to the the dry cleaner. But it just depends on what type of level of play that you're into, Mm -hmm. you know?
0: Okay. So. Do you... Now, you also do pop-ups once in a while. I've seen you do pop-ups for your business.
1: Yeah, so for my business, I'm used, you know, I can be at different events, like um, Folsom, for example, uh, different pride events, um, even like health fair events. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I'll do a pop-up and, you know, bring a whole rack of already custom-made, not custom-made, um, handmade um harnesses that I've already made that I you know I'll bring to sell right then in the yeah, spot like off the rack yeah, yeah and then off the rack perfect off the rack off the runway type of things <laughs> and <laughs> and you know and you know I'll also take orders like custom orders based off of you know people seeing that and be like oh I like this but it's just not it's not you know the right size for me you know'll take a custom order and do things like that so that's yeah, I do things like that, and that's kind of where I'm at. Cause my business is mostly online, so right, everything I do is kind of online. I don't have like a like an actual physical uh, store. Physical stores, um, coming soon. You know, the more orders I get, one of the dot com LLC. Why not? You know, online.
0: we need one in Harlem.
1: Yeah, of course, and, and making. I think there's a
0: leather store in in the Harlem. No. There? no, there is
1: not. Yeah. So that's. I don't so you'll a, be the
0: supplier for Harlem and the Beyond.
1: Yeah. Love if it. You, if you want your, your leather sheets for your place, you want some furniture, some pillows, you want some dog leashes, dog collars, um, or just a regular old harness, just give me a call.
0: Love it. I Love it. Any,
1: any animal skin that you want.
0: Do you. Um, now, do you partner up with the community? Do you, mm. like, being in that community, do you. Do any like giving back, like you mentioned, like mm-hmm. healthcare events and things like that? How yeah. is that, and within what community do you focus on?
1: So I, I give back in the community, um, mostly in the of course Black and Brown community, and of course in the leather community too. So even just setting up like a table, like they just had Leather Mart at um, the Eagle, mm-hmm. and I had a table at Leather Mart at the Eagle. And to have a table there, you have to give 20% of your earnings or, you know, like a certain amount of money uh, to, you know, to this cause because it's put on for cause. Right. And the cause is for home, homelessness. So, you know, we give back in that way. Um, and then even still, you know, I I do private things for people where I'm just like, you know. I want to help this out I want to you know donate some money I want to you know donate some harnesses to the certain people so I give back in that way
0: that's
1: great because um, even still I'm I'm, I'm, a, I'm a new right a new business I can only give back so much right, but right, I right, still right. this my business is my name which is what I stand for so I still give back just because that's who I am right you know so well, you have a lot of integrity I mean, yeah. I've
0: known you for a while and I, I, I do see that. Thank you. You know, um, and giving back in our community as a, a person of color I think is so important Yeah. because sometimes our our communities are affected the most, you yeah. know, I, I do see uh, more people of color that are homeless and or a- escorting to put it in a nicer way than yeah. what I would, you know, what they are actually doing. and. And it's sad, but it's uh, part of our community and we just have to get the word out there to create awareness to help everyone in our community, you
1: know. Yeah, so I, I give back what I can um, in the times, you know. And then, of course, on my website, if people buy something, that they choose to round up or things like that, that goes to a cause. That goes to um, St. Jude's um, Cancer Society, so, I give back. I always give back. That's just a part of my brain. That's part of who I am. That's you know. beautiful. Um, and I believe, man, you know, if you give back, good things will come back to you, right?
0: Absolutely. So. How is it for you in the dating world? Like, as a leather man, mm-hmm. man of color? <sighs> Very charismatic like like a natural flirt, which I'm sure gets you into trouble, I would
1: think. It gets me into trouble, but it also gets me out of trouble too. Uh (laughs) (laughs) I I think you should you should ask the question, how is it dating as a leather man in New York City?
0: Okay, how is the leather man? Because
1: uh, that's like a different type of beast. Um,
0: I think dating in New York City is a different beast, at, regardless as and, a gay man and, and, a, and, a, and man a gay
1: man of color. And a gay leather man of color. So, like, um, I would say, under those, like, as a gay leather man of color, people do expect you to have a certain, uh, I guess, freakiness, or, you know, like, they expect you to be this type of person, you know? Mm. And at the end of the day, I'm just a regular old fucking person, right? I like to be held, too. I like to be held. I like to be cuddled. like Just because I wear leather and I make leather doesn't mean every my whole every day my life is about freak shit, you know? Right. It's not. Some days it is, but it's not most days, you know? <laughs> I like to be held and cuddled and things like that. And dating in New York City in general is just it's hard it's not worth it like it's not worth it because there's so many fucking people too there's so many people trying to get in leather there's so many people trying to get out of leather <laughs> and that's a good night though it is it is <laughs> it is but as far as dating long term it's not really like it's not really worth it but there's I don't know. I didn't prepare for this question. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't prepare for this question. You're not yeah. supposed to. Be, so supposed to be there. Um There's every once in a while you'll find a good gym that may be worth it, but for the most part, I'm New York City manager ash.
0: They are. I find it. It's so hard. I think people with money, without money, everywhere in between. It doesn't
1: matter who you are. If you're a man in New sense. York City, you're trash.
0: Yes. You're trash. Well, I wouldn't say that. I don't consider myself <laughs> trash. I don't consider yourself trash. I mean, like, like we have already found two good candidates out there. Okay, for the we'll
1: world. go with that. Some people have trash. <laughs> but they are, yes. Trust me. We've all been there. We're like... What the fuck? What the fuck is happening? But you know something? It's because it's hard living as a gay man anywhere, but let alone in a city. Mm-hmm. So it's hard, like dealing with that and dealing with that into the individuals trying to come together. It's just hard, like you know.
0: I get it. I know. <laughs> My God, dating in New York has been quite eye-opening. Um, for it's, me,
1: it yeah. be It could be fun, but right. I'm sorry to cut you off. It could be fun, but it could be very not fun, too. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. It's like, you know, you you meet people that don't always have the best intent. You know, sometimes you meet people that are always looking for a come-up situation, yeah. or they find they're still in a situation where they need someone to guide them. And I'm like, I'm not your dad. You know, <laughs>
1: Yeah but I'm
0: willing to you know I'm a I have a big
1: heart You th- you th- are you not are you not a daddy I thought you were a daddy, Am I a daddy? <laughs> The beard is giving daddy uh, The beard the is beard giving is daddy giving You
0: daddy. know a lot of people do and <laughs> as I tell everyone I might be but as a, you don't pay my American Express bill, so I'm not know, that, that type that. of daddy. Oh,
1: so you need a daddy. You're looking for a daddy. I don't need one. I take care of it all. If I can have it, you can have it too. But just treat me right and we'll
0: figure that
1: out. And The, the sad part of, about it is I understand why certain people are like that, right? Certain people are looking for father figures or things like that because they were rejected by their family for being gay or growing up and you know, That's just the reality. They're looking for someone to teach them something because they didn't... They didn't have it. They didn't have it growing up. So they're looking for daddies. That's not how I am. I just like daddies because they're actually sexy. But... (laughs) You know. that's That's just the reality of it. And because we live in a city that has a lot of fucking people, we're exposed to more of this, right? We're exposed to more of these men who are lost out here looking for... Father figures looking for daddies, you know. Right. Not for
0: sure.
1: Yeah, That's it's just a reality, and uh, you know something. I can play daddy sometimes.
0: I can see it. You got you that know, beard going
1: uh, on. It's coming. It's not as big as yours, but. You know, I love that beard. I'm giving a little bit of daddy, but I'm also giving um, looking for daddy too. Are
0: you? <laughs> so, would you identify as like a? <clears throat> A bear, a cub, an otter. What what would you consider
1: yourself? That this is. I love this question. You know something. No one's really asked me this question. No one's really asked me this question. And as much as I like praise, every um, identity in the leather community, whether there's bears, daddies, wolves, otters, twinks, um, panthers. Panthers. What is a panther? This is a. This is a black. This is a black. Black. It's me. I guess it would be. It would be. I guess. Oh, like okay. you know, Absolutely. it's it's not it's not you a know, bear. I, I, I it's think, not a bear. You know, like a bear would be like a black bear or a panda bear or like. Oh, I didn't
0: know there was bears within bears. Yeah, I it's like it a white bear, bear like,
1: white bears, panda bears, which are Asian bears, of course. Uh, black right? bears, brown bears. <laughs> There's different types of bears too. I had no
0: idea. I yeah. just thought. If you were a bear you were just a bear
1: i mean for the most part but
0: i didn't know there was subcategories
1: yeah like Like a a brown bear obviously is a latin bear a panda bear is a asian bear black bear obviously black bear and you got a uh a uh, pan what do you call that um the, the white bears the polar bear po- polar bears which is like <laughs> <The> white bear, <laughs> white bear. <laughs> what is that? Be- it's a white but, bear but the polar bears are the ones who have who are very old too so they have grown out all their black hair <laughs> but i have a lot of gray <laughs> but there's like complete gray they're complete gray those are the polar bears you know you got different type of bears too and i don't know how i identify I identify as identify as me
0: okay well, that's good that's important I'm
1: just here I'm just, I' just identify as me yeah <laughs> <laughs> I identify as a good time that's yeah. wonderful yeah
0: well London this has been lovely I really appreciate you coming on life through my eyes I
1: hope I, I hope this comes out so good I hope these. I hope hope you got the answers for the questions that you needed
0: you know I got everything I needed and much more and I think that's the most important thing you know at the end of the day right you gave us insight to a leather community that Mm -hmm. for me personally I don't really know of it I've Mm. dabbled in it but dabbling is very different than knowing Yeah. Um, and you offered some great insight and knowing that you're your family has been very acceptance regardless yeah. is amazing because not everyone has that. And especially yeah. within our community as yeah. being men of color, it doesn't. And I say that from personal experience, I didn't have that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's always inspiring to hear that when you do because we need more of that. We need our uh, parents in our lives and our family to be supportive of mm-hmm. All of us, regardless of our lifestyle choices, um, you know, you need that support system. If not, you build broken men and women. Yeah. And that's where dating them sucks. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But we're
1: working on it. I mean, if I have to be their their daddy, I guess I can. (laughs) Well, thank you.
0: And thank you all for listening to Life Through My Eyes. Till next time.